Rachel Berry and Jay Austin sings! And that's how Sue sings it. This is a song that I wrote for Sam. It's called Shouting Out. Ladies and gentlemen, new directions. There was a time when I was the biggest star. No, 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 Hi everyone, welcome to Gleewine, the podcast where recapping something themed makes you messy. I don't know, I didn't know where to start. We were doing two theme episodes, so, It's you know. true, it's true. Um, uh, and you trying to make the opening line themed made you yeah, messy, made so me there messy. you go. So there you go, it, it, it's, it's staying on the theme, I'm your host, Orha Molina. And I'm your not as messy host this yeah, week yeah. for now. Yeah, we'll Michael see. Swan. We'll see how this goes. Um, yeah, we we are we like we promised last week. We came back. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy when we do it's that. It's Crazy when we do well, that. So random. Um, We're just so random. We decided to have consecutive episodes. Yeah, and we decided to pair these. Although now I'm realizing maybe I decided because you you we, we're in the middle of watching and you were like. These are two, like, themed episodes, correct? We talked about it. I just... Uh, my short-term memory is a... Yeah. So today days. we are talking about season three, episodes 16 and 17. Wow. Saturday Night Gleaver and Dance with Somebody. We are in the thick of it, y'all. The the Saturday Night Fever and Whitney Houston tributes, respectively. Yes. Which, I mean, don't want to get ahead of myself... I think these are some of the better tribute episodes. They've they're done. fine. They're fine. I think yeah. they're they're yeah. Not to give well, actually, I'm undecided on my gold star and slushy for both. Um, but I think they're just like they're not egregiously bad, but they're not I think, great. I think what they did well that other tribute episodes don't always do is they actually use the theme to like further storylines. Well, yes, I did think it was interesting. Like, yeah, you're right, but that's also part of what I disliked about both. <laughs> yeah, you're but right, like, for and example, it was thematically like, the Michael episode had like like no tie-in and yeah, like, the Michael Jackson I, but I guess, of it all like, to further and, and it. We'll get to this, but I hate like Will showing Saturday Night Fever as a teaching moment to Finn, and I oh, hate yeah. like him making like Whitney all about y'all need to fucking move on. <laughs> yeah, no. Y- yes, but so you're but, but, but you I'd rather right. them do like actually utilize the theme of yeah. the week to like further plot line right. than make it like okay, what what was this for other than to like we have access to this catalog and we're gonna use it. Yeah. You know? I feel you. Um so I guess it's time to like let's do it. Let's boogie down that dance floor and and do it. Saturday Night Gleaver, episode uh, 16 of the third season, uh, wow. written by Matthew Hudson, uh, directed by Bradley Beaker, originally aired April 17th, 2012, uh, to an audience of 6.23 million people. Wow. And I was one. Yes. I, um, yeah, I don't know if my, my household counted for meals and ratings. I mean, but, I uh, don't think I did either. Yeah. Um, I do have a, a previously on note... Um, which is, like, I think, like, Ian is going around talking about how, like, all the seniors are kind of, like, flops. Basically, the the plot of the episode that, like, these people don't know what they're doing, da 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 And he says, they should change their name to No Directions. <laughs> and I was like, that's funny. Um, but yeah, it right away opens with, like, with a song. We're mm-hmm. in it right away. Blaine is bored in class. it was fun! It was a fun, it was, uh... 
Blaine starts doing You Should Be Dancing. Mike, like, on what Mike, like, waves his pin in the air, like, on rhythm with, mm-hmm, like, a beat mm-hmm. at one point yeah, early on that I really loved. Because Blaine starts in. off, and it's uh, Blaine and Mike and Brittany, and they start, you know, boogieing down the, the, the hallway. I was feeling Good their choreo. lame choreo, yes! It's lame, you know. Like, a very simple hand, like, disco I mean, it's stuff, all, all throughout it was... the episode, it's very simple disco But I did choreo. love the choreo here. Yeah, yeah. And then it ends, and then at the auditorium. Uh, and Mr. She's like, why did you guys want... Like, well, because the theme for, for nationals, nationals, we find out, is vintage. It's vintage. I do have that, yes. And then we have Will be like, this reminds me... Is this when he brings up his Glee Club? Uh, that's later on. Uh, why do I have... No, 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 no. I that's pilot call no, You're correct. Down. Yeah, that's when he says it. Because uh, Blaine said, yeah, the theme for nationals is vintage, and we thought that, like, what better way to, like, get into groove than to, like, disco... And, yeah, uh, and and Will's like, oh yeah, that takes me back to my national, and we we have the performance of that's the way, uh huh, uh huh. I like yeah, it. From, um, I don't, I don't remember if in the pilot we actually we just see it on like uh, a screen, watching yeah. It. So I think so they like, filmed the they whole group doing it. it. This is this 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 is a backdoor pilot for uh, Glee Origins. Wow, yes, yes, um, yes. So you know, because they cast someone as young Will. Also, yeah, like, yeah. There was there some was, little was, curly haired something. Yeah, yeah. So and then the Glee Club speaks blasphemy. Yeah, and they say that there's only one problem, and that disco sucks. <gasps> you know what really hurt? I I said in my notes, et to Kurt. <laughs> yeah, like, no. Kurt, of all Kurt, people. I mean, the understanding is that everyone in the Glee Club, except, except those three Blaine, that perform, yeah. hate it. Which means also Mercedes. Uh, yeah, that doesn't make sense That doesn't either. make any sense. Um, here's where we talk about uh, Disco the Rusical, <laughs> and, you know, get informed, and... <laughs> Play the Disco Socks clip. (laughs) By the end of the 70s, the disco revolution was under attack. Haters shouted, Disco Socks! They set our records on fire, and our dreams became a disco inferno. Yeah, like, get informed, like, without, especially Kurt and Mercedes. Uh, you know. Yeah, I'm shocked by that. Like, as, honestly, as, as a black girl and a gay boy, um, you owe a lot to disco. So, you know, just get on, get on it. Um, then we see Will working on a on a <laughs> scale Glee Club. model Glee Club diorama. <laughs> Do you think that's available to purchase? Anywhere? I would and hope so. With the little cutout faces of the, that he yeah, did, I would hope that so. has a big. They're little like wooden dolls. Those wooden dolls that you can move around. They're the, the ones that you see in ads for, like. Back pain. Yeah. Know? Yeah. Um, yeah, so he's moving them around, and he's like, I'm just worried about three of our seniors. Um, and yeah. This, yeah, and this is a very Wizard of Oz moment, because that's... <laughs> I, I know it is. Like, oh, really? Well, y- yes, I know, it's jokingly, but, like, Finn, who has no self-esteem, Mercedes, who has no vision, and Santana, who has no focus... Like, oh he's wow! He's naming that, and I'm like, they're off to see the wizard, the wonderful <laughs> Wizard of Oz. Santana uh, performs Focus by yeah, Ariana exactly, Grande. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mercedes dresses up as Vision from <laughs> WandaVision and battles White Vision. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. <laughs> wow, what if WandaVision, but I'm Riley as Vision? Now it's <laughs> I don't know. Don't make no kind of sense, but it sure as hell is entertaining. It's entertaining. Um, Get that Marvel check. Um. Yeah, and then, uh, yeah, so so he's worried about them, because, like, he doesn't see them. Because everyone's, like, talking about their futures, and he sees that they have no... 
Uh, a no context quote I have from that scene about everybody in their futures is Rachel says something about her paranoid Near Eastern mise en scene. I don't know what the fuck that is either. Nope. Um, but I wrote it down. But then uh, Mr. Shoes also, um, he's sharing these woes with Sue. Because yes. remember, they're friends again because Sue's helping them win national. And then we have some like later season self-aware Sue dialogue that I fucking mm-hmm. eat up. Oh yeah, yeah. Because she says he's been out of ideas since Madonna, since Madonna week, week. Which is <laughs> iconic. Honestly, I don't know what to do. I feel like I'm out of ideas. Well, let's be honest, William. You've been out of ideas since Madonna week. Why don't you just embrace that lazy, horribly treacly style of teaching and assign them a famous album? I did that last year. Yes, I remember, William, and your Rumors Week was a resounding success and that it seemed to solve everyone's problems for about five minutes. Now, I'm not talking about just any album, William. How about the soundtrack that defined a generation? Wait for it. Saturday Night Fever. I love that album. You bet your ass you love that album. But there's just one problem. They hate disco. But they love swag. Jean jackets. Some mattresses. Dinner for two at Breadsticks. <laughs> Let's give them something to fight over. Hmm. So yeah, so they they figure out that like if they entice them with like free merchandise. They'll also, speaking of breadsticks, just a tease for the next episode. There is a new entry to the Pantheon of Lima, Ohio, like local stores from breadsticks, mm-hmm. sheets and things. And we have a new one a incoming new one. Yeah. that I'm mm-hmm. really excited about. <laughs> That's... Similar to Sheets and Things. I know! But, like, maybe, do you wow, think it's like, maybe it's owned by a conglomerate. Or do you think, you know, how in Target there's a Starbucks? <laughs> how in Sheets and Things there's, like, a corner a for that? Yeah. Oh, my God. Um, also, so next thing, because um, I also informed you later, uh, earlier today, or, like, yesterday, that today was going to be our first... Um, Alex Nulo episode. Yes, I didn't realize. I, Jorge was like, are you ready to record? And I was like, no. And he was like, it's Alex Newell. And I was like, I'm fine. Fine. Maybe. <laughs> um, so yeah, so Alex Newell shows up in the in the McKinley hallways uh, as uh, Wade. Wade, who immediately goes to Mercedes and Kurt and says that he's a huge fan. He says you're a little literal legend. That he has been to every performance of theirs. <laughs> Except for West Side Story. Yes, because he was very upset that they weren't Tony and Maria. He boycotted because they weren't Tony and Maria. <laughs> I conned. And Kurt's like, who are you? Welcome. Like, yeah. thank so, you. Hi. Yeah. Yes. Mm. Love you. Mwah. And he, he basically, Wade says that he's a Carmel High, that he's part of Local Adrenaline. And, and Jesse St. James, James is the coach James now. Husband, Jesse St. James, um... Is, is their coach, and we see a quick clip of Jesse St. James. Of Jonathan Groff spitting all over them, spitting which all over I them. wish I were vocal adrenaline. Oh, yeah, no, like, screaming in their ear. Like Yes, I literally oh. wrote, spit on me, Groff, and then the next line is, scream at me, too. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Like, when he gets all up in his face, yeah. like, oh, yeah. great, mm-hmm. great. And he says that, you know, he's usually a very shy kid, but that, like, when he was little, he started, like, envisioning himself as, like, a different a person. A different person. Yeah, he said he plays this game. Uh, and that this, this is this fabulous uh, person called Unique. Ever since I was a kid, I would play this game where I'd pretend I was a different person. The person that I dreamed of being. The real me. I even have a different name. Unique. I got so nervous, I almost didn't speak to you guys today. But then I thought, how would Unique do it? <laughs> Wait, wait, hold the thought. 
Someone with exquisite taste is wearing Joy by Jean Petit. Kurt Hummel and Mercedes Jones. Unique worships the red carpet you walk on. If you two had a love child, it would be unique. And Unique's grandparents would be Andre Leon Talley and Beyonce. Because only the best will do for Unique. Yes, fools, it's real chinchilla. Unless you're planning on splattering it with paint, then it's fake. Unique sounds like a really great person. I hope that one day you can build up enough courage to be him. Actually, Unique's a her. That's why I want your advice. Our regionals are this Saturday, and I want to go on stage wearing a dress and heels, because that's who I feel like I am inside. Unique. Yes. Much like Joe was just a copy-paste of what uh-huh. Ryan Murphy saw in Cameron, I feel this storyline was written the minute... I mean, we Ryan Murphy it. put Ryan a wig on, on, on Alex yeah. Newell. Um, Absolutely, and and this is just like okay, you've signed it yourself for this, and like and well, we're gonna make that your character. So we do have Kurt like being very supportive, of, like I would love to meet Unique. Like Unique mm-hmm. sounds like a great person. I would love to meet him. And then uh, Wade corrects him and says, "Well, Unique is a her is actually, a her. and I want to perform at a regionals that are like next week, like in a dress and and heels, and I came to you guys for like advice." Um. We don't see their response until like later, but that's kind of which happen. we'll get to that. Yes, yes, we will. Um, then Sue brings her own personal dance floor her to the very Kiko. own personal plexiglass dance floor, which we later find out lights up. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I want it. I want it. I want it. That would I, I would quarantine would have been so much easier yeah. if I had my yeah. very own plexiglass light up dance floor. Dance floor. Yeah, that would have been a lot of fun. Yeah, and that's when they introduce the. The assignment for the week, which is Saturday Night Fever. And uh, she says that the winner of the... Like, there's going to be, like, a competition. And the winner will get, dance like, off. their own polyester white suit. Um, sewed by Becky. So <laughs> you love, Yeah, because <laughs> Sue says, like, I, it's, it's imported from, like, Asian, like, seamstresses. And then it's cut to Becky, just, like, sign. Yeah. Which, I'm, I have a later questions, because, like, in the final number, they're all wearing one. So I'm like... Oh. Was Becky forced to, not, to make one for Be- Becky is a like sweatshop laborer. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, worse things have happened. Uh, True. And they're gonna like open it up uh, and and start with a performance of Night Fever, where everyone is just like, you know, dancing that, that middle school thing, Very where like doing everyone's like, doing their own thing. Well, like it, uh, like uh, Mercedes said, like, oh, you just want us to soul train? Yeah. Like, it's fun. I it's think cute. it's cute. Some people are definitely better dancers than others. Um, yes, but that doesn't matter. Well, that doesn't matter at all. <laughs> also, this is the first instance of, in this episode, of... Queen Erasure? Queen Erasure. You were very pressed we about the Queen s- Erasure. We see her enter the room. Uh-huh. Like, we saw her. And then in the full final number, I guess Zach, uh, the choreographer, <laughs> was like, I cannot orchestrate a choreography with two wheelchairs. Yeah, meanwhile, Artie's rolling mm-hmm. around. Artie's mm-hmm. rolling mm-hmm. around. Yeah. Unless, like, Quinn is too depressed as this, in, in the next uh, episode. Wow, wow, is this the reason Allie Stroker didn't win? Because Zach was like, I'm not choreographing more than one wheelchair, honestly. I, I refuse. I mean, yeah, her one appearance, she doesn't have any choreo, so... Does yeah. she even sing? She ha- but, like, a group number. She's mm. in the group number of, uh, uh, Anything Could Happen. Hmm. The Ellie Goulding mm-hmm. cover. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, but she like part of a choir. Yeah, hmm. she's not not great. Um, but hmm. yeah, Quinn not there. Uh, but then Mr. Shu announces that the winners are the aforementioned 
people. The, the three. Yes, the three. which I was, before I realized, like, what was going on, I was like, fuck you guys for picking Qu- Finn, because he was very obviously terrible, just doing, like, basic disco moves. Also, the most cursed part of this was, like, at the beginning of the number, Will being like, Sue and I will start it off, and... <laughs> Just, I was like, this. I just knew it was going to be terrible from then on. Like, great, 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 uh, great. But yeah, Finn Santana and Mercedes are like the winners or the finalists, let's say. Um, and Mr. Shu sits them down and says like, I mean, yes, this is about the assignment, but it's also like you guys need to start thinking about your future. You have like no direction. Um, and like time is running, running out. out of time, yeah. Which is a fake thing that is told to high school students that they need to make up. Oh my what god! What they want right? to do for How the rest of their lives. people change their major, change colleges, like change their like yeah. go to ma- like grad school. Like co- no, no. Girl, we- if you are in high school right now, I just want to tell you. Well, obviously you're gonna stress because it's COVID and like that's a whole thing that's going on right now. But like in terms of like the future. It's gonna be okay. Yeah, no. I mean, no 18-year-old should be in charge of deciding the rest no. of their lives. Yeah, like, you know? no decision you make at this point actually really defines yeah. your entire, yeah, totally. like, If you want to take a year future. off, take a year wow. off. Wow, yes. And Especially like, after yeah, this exactly, year. Exactly, exactly. If you don't want to, like... <laughs> We're gonna be responsible for a bunch of kids. <laughs> a bunch, like, three teens not If you don't want to, like, go to online college, that makes sense. Wait yeah. a year... And, you know. You want to celebrate the end of COVID by traveling the globe for yeah, a year? If you have the means, go. Yeah, yeah. This is... This Fuck is... college. Fuck education. Wow, Cooper Anderson here. Like... <laughs> <laughs> Fuck um, it all. Yeah. I, I, you'll be fine. Yeah, you'll be fine. I mean... Get I, yourself I on track for, eventually. Like, yeah, I'll, I'll, I won't say fuck college or everything, but like, well, no. don't feel pressure to decide if you are not sure. And also know that... Because some people are and, like, and also, I was very sure what I and wanted. And also know, you know that you're... Not every decision is permanent. Yeah, exactly. Like, you can, you can try change. something yeah. and change. Yeah. Like, like, like everything, is, everything is fluid, you know? Yes. <laughs> uh, anyway, that's been uh, our, <laughs> our, our teaching corner. I have go off Mercedes <laughs> as my next note, because I think Mercedes pops off at will about, like, this oh, whole well, no, bit. Like, well, She's yes, like, oh, so this wasn't even, like, a competition. You're just, like, yeah. pre-selected us for whatever yeah, dumb It could reason. be either that, because the next thing that happens is... Disco Inferno. So it can all Yes, but I think I was... Um... No, it's definitely her popping off at will because I say, fuck this teaching moment. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. I just thought it was annoying, like, having a dance-off and then being like, I, I picked you guys because you have no yeah. vision for your future. No fair. Um, and then my next note is talking about her being like, just because I don't want to move to New York and star in a revival of Sister Act, <laughs> which then leads into her iconic Disco, Disco Inferno. Inferno. And I've probably said it on the pod before, but I just have to reiterate because it is the episode. I was in like a dance fitness class and this one was disco themed. And during the uh, playlist, Disco Inferno came on and I'm like doing my grooves, doing my moves, doing my exercise, doing my jams. And then like the chorus came on and I was like, that sounds like Amber Riley. Did there, is this the Glee version in this here dance studio? In what's Richard Simmons' dance studio? Are they playing the Glee version of Disco Inferno? And sure enough, I asked the teacher after. I was like, bitch, was that Glee? And he was like, oh my god, how did you know? I was like, I I am me. Oh, I have yeah. an ear for it, unfortunately. Yeah, so I ended up working out to Disco Inferno by Amber Riley, and it was iconic. Yeah, no, and she gives a fucking great performance. At one point, is- she goes, she goes, Satisfaction! <laughs> that really slayed me. 
And so Will had said with with every disco or with every Saturday Night Fever performance you do, you have to share your dreams after. Yeah. And yeah. Oh, she, also, we see Sam filming this performance. Oh, um, yes, we do. Santana and Brittany are like, it's a whole bop of a performance. Yeah, no, 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 it's, it's great. Um, and then, yeah, at the end, she's like, my dream, like, what is my dream? My Ma- dream is Mariah. Mariah. With it's me. me. Rest in peace. <laughs> we'll come back to that. Uh, Aretha. Aretha. And, like, she just wants to be, like... Uh, what's the what's the meme? What's the... Oh, the, 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 the woman just, like, <laughs> listing things. Uh, yeah, she says she wants to be, like, a big radio star and, like, um... Like, like get to people through song, like, the way these women did. But, like, she, 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 she doesn't know like, how to do it. Like, yeah, she was like, I don't know what to do. My dad is a dentist. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know what that had to do with anything, but she said Well, it. no, she said because, like... Oh, Because Rachel is like, well, but you, like, I'm coming to, to New, New York. York. Or, yeah, that's what she was like when she was like, I'm moving to New York. It can't be a big deal to move to L.A. Yeah. And Mercedes is like, well, girl, like, you know where you're going. Like, your parents support you. My... Mm-hmm. My parents don't think this is, like, a realistic dream. Um, oh, that was it. She was like, my dad's a dentist. He yeah, doesn't he understand doesn't it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and Will... Mr. She said, like, well, the cream rises to the top. Uh, and she's like, what, am, what if I'm skim milk? Yeah, well, she says I'm cream here, but what if I'm skim milk? I will say that is a very real feeling. No, that totally, I felt totally. going from yeah. high school yeah, yeah, to college, yeah. like I was the like TV obsessive nerd. No, I think we've talked about this because like yeah. I think it's come up with Rachel and Kurt before. That like yeah. what if oh we talked when about crying it. in the in the after, after seeing, seeing Lindsay Pierce, Lindsay Pierce which, which I would also like wonder that they were discussing identity. that like where if we're not good enough. So um, yeah. Uh, then we have something with Puck and Finn. I don't know. Puck wants to still convince Finn to go to LA with him. Sure, I think. Oh, um, is this one he says they have to get, like, a two-bedroom because two guys in one bed, that could be considered gay? Oh, I might, must have tuned that out, but probably. Yeah, I think uh, that's So it. that happens. Um, then we find that, we find a lot of things. We find Sue has wires in most of the school. <laughs> in most of the so school. she has wiretaps. She also has a <laughs> pair of 13 wides that yeah. Janet Reno was wearing the day they caught the Unabomber. Yeah. <laughs> Sure. Um, so she brings in Mercedes and Kurt, and like you're plotting with the competition. And they were like, "No, we were just trying to help him." Da 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 da. Yeah, we wanted to do this. We told him it was a like it's Ohio. It's like which I think is terrible, especially coming from them. I question their like advice. Yeah, no, totally. I I think it's a tough thing. Like I think from like other people. It would make sense, but from for the two of them to be like, don't be yourself, don't do what makes you feel comfortable and happy. Yeah, yeah. I I, I, get I don't it know to an the extent one... from Kurt because Kurt is like has gone through a lot, but at the same time, like he's come out like better on the other side of it. Yeah, I do think. I don't know. I just think it's, and I'm glad that the episode I feel like itself calls this advice into question because like. It's just frustrating to see, like, those two characters especially be like, don't... Yeah, no, I mean, I, I wish... Express yourself the way that you feel uh, what, what I guess what, what I didn't like about the, the this is how, like, both when they give him the advice and, like, when they... What comes after this, which is, like, when they send him the shoes that Sue asks him. Because Sue's like, no, 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 like you have to tell him to do it because yeah. it's going to tank him and, like, that's how you guys are going to win. Yeah. Um... So when they 
give him the advice of like don't do it and bo- and send him the shoes we don't see that mm-hmm. we are just told that they give him this advice yeah i wish we had actually gotten the, the conversation because yeah. like i think these nuances could have been fleshed out more of it like would their have been hesitation interesting to see and what them have that conversation and get Cause, to again, that cause right now thinking. we can just like assume the things they told him which may seem like very black and white when i think i mean i'm not ge- trying to say like glee would have made it nuanced yeah not no, but it no, would have probably mean, like i know what you mean fleshed it also i have a feeling that kurt is the kind of gay that thought marriage equality was the end goal mm, very that mm-hmm. i was gonna say like it does maybe shine light on like view of yeah, like, like narrow gay view identity of, like, and like not really yeah. feeling a sisterhood mm-hmm. beyond mm-hmm. that yeah. yeah and i think a lot of us like when this came out and like mm-hmm. but like if this was done today i think the conversation would be different but um yeah it just it yeah it just kind of yeah it was a bummer to see no, those totally. characters yeah, kind of yeah, be yeah. like no you should stay Mm-hmm. No, I get it. But I think you're right in that it would have been greatly aided by seeing them have that conversation and fleshing out their thought process. Exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah. So Sue tells them to tells them to tell Wade to go yeah, ahead so, and but, wear. Yeah, dress. but Sue's mm-hmm. like, "Great, let's sabotage them. Send mm-hmm. him this pair yeah. of shoes and let him do it, and yeah. everybody will freak out." Which uh, is also messy and terrible. Oh, totally, totally, and um, pr- but more messy and terrible. Uh, then we have Santana doing "If I Can Have You." Uh, she looks great. In that disco pantsuit and yes, bandana. absolutely. Uh, then we learn that she wants to. Her goal in life is to to solve marriage equality and wants to go to law school for it. <laughs> That's what Will assumed from yeah. her performance. Well, what I assumed from it was that she said that before performing, or is that just a com- wild I conclusion? Think, I that think Will, Will did. pulled that out of his ass. He's like, "Oh, you love Britney so much." That you care about marriage equality and want to go to law school <laughs> to make it happen. It made no sense. That's he even pulled more it ridiculous. Out of his ass because then she says, "Oh no, what I meant was like, I want to like be, be famous. famous." Yeah. Okay, I do have mm-hmm. to note, however, I would watch the fuck out of Santana Lopez starring in a legal procedural. Like it's just Santana in court and all of her <laughs> like all of her like objections and like whatever's are just like just, her like, like reads and her like ugh, like her closing statement is just like basically essentially a, the curtain and Rachel drag like scene ugh like iconic they, they, I would watch the fuck have. out of that oh. I think it would be called Lima Heights Justice <laughs> I wish that the the pilot that happens at the end that is not Rachel who gets a pilot it's Santana, it's Santana. <laughs> um yeah, but then she does say, like, my mistress is fame and I want to be famous. No, like, I'll do anything to be famous. Yeah, unlike these people who are going to tap dance their way into the chorus of God's spell. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Gayberry. <laughs> she calls them Gayberry. And yeah, she, she like, the show really underlines, like, I'll be famous at whatever cost. Because um, it, it ends on a Britney And she's look. like, I'm sure I, I will be, just as I'm sure that our man-child piano player keeps a petite Eurasian locked in the trunk beneath his bed. I love that you wrote ev- uh, all of that. I am <laughs> nothing if not a Glee Storian, yeah. unfortunately. <laughs> I will never remember these like... things. I, I, uh, listen, Patreon for our notebooks. Tell me how much you would Venmo me for my notebook. Uh, like scans of the notebook. I'll yeah. give the fucking thing for I the gave right you price. the fucking notebook. Like, <laughs> okay, don't give geez. it away. Fine, uh, fine. Then Rachel tweets 
for Finn. To- Rachel does tweet. He says, I got your tweet. <laughs> yeah, she says, like, anyone who's engaged to me, please come to the auditorium. <laughs> Just That's kind of iconic. iconic. That's iconic. Um, Something and I she, can't she, tweet. she tells Finn, um, I want to give your your dreams a fair shot. Mm-hmm. So, and, like... Basically, like, let's figure it out. Let's figure it out together, and I'm going to sing to you because I already prepared this. Yes. Um, and she sings How Deep Is Your Love, mm-hmm. not the... Uh, <laughs> is it Ellie Goulding also? How Deep Is Your Love. I don't know. Hmm. We have a montage of Rachel and Finn at Miss Pillsbury's office, just, like, looking at pa- uh, brochures. Yes. Uh, and at the end, when, once the number says... Uh, Finn has, like, a bunch of options. Uh, plus a pack of plus... glossy paper that he liked. <laughs> yes, these are the cool glossy papers you got excited yeah. <laughs> about. And, but as he leaves the office, we, you know, just as we thought, trash. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, just as I thought, trash. And he throws those pa- those those brochures. Right away. Right away. Yeah, yeah. Um, then we have distribution of child pornography, because Britney has released, uh, a sex tape of her in Santana, because she looked up everybody she knew she was, th- that was famous, and they had a sex tape, which called Logic. Two, two Girls, One Cat. Oh, is that why mm-hmm. Artie was like, I watched Two Girls, One Cat? Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't make the connection. I was like, wait, Two Girls, One Cat? Oh my god, that disgusting video that I never watched. That's and then two I was girls, like, wait, cup. that was Two Girls, One Cup. Yeah. Do not Google um, I literally, I never watched it. No, me either. Oh, work. Good me for us. Yeah. Gold star <laughs> gays. I don't know. <laughs> um, yeah. And, and yeah, because it, it was intercut. It's the sex tape intercut with Lord, <laughs> Lord Covington, Covington doing, doing household, household tasks. Yeah, household tasks. We see him like scrubbing, the, yeah. like he has like sponges on his feet or something. <laughs> uh, and yeah, so Britney released their sex tape because... She, she, she listed to, every, she every... She supports her dream. Yeah, and she listed every famous person she knew, and she, she was like, they all have a sex tape. Which um, she... Why is everyone staring at me like I'm Finn, and I just want a butter-eating competition? Because you're famous. Everybody's loving the sex tape of us I posted on the internet. What? Brittany, that sex tape was private. We made that for us. No, I know, but I spliced it together with a video of Lord Tubbington performing everyday household chores. Why would you do that? Because you said you wanted to be famous. So I looked up all the famous people that I knew, and they all have sex tapes. So I put ours out there. I'm really excited about it. I feel the repercussions of this are very much unaddressed. Oh, absolutely. Like, what a breach of privacy that is. It's a a huge moment that is not at all properly dealt with. That is not at all properly dealt with, yeah. Santana's, like, (laughs) mildly bothered. Oh, yeah, she's, like, inconvenienced by it. Yeah. She's not, like... And then uh, Mr. Shu brings Finn into his office, and um, I think he saw that he threw the... He did. He's, he's like, he's like, what's this? And, yeah. and uh, Finn is rightfully like, are you literally digging through trash about me? Like, what the fuck? I like, wish... I wish... Why the, are you so obsessed with me? The pamphlets would have had, like, spaghetti on them. <laughs> <laughs> and um, so, like a substitute teacher showing Stand and Deliver to... A classroom. Well, no, because the, there is, which I actually think is actually a good moment, when, like, Mr. Shu asks him, like, why did you throw these away? And, like, I I don't feel like I have any direction. I can't tell Rachel because, like, she'll realize I'm a loser. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just want, like... And he's basically he's, like, I'm not qualified for anything. For anything, yeah. Are you going through the garbage now? No, come on. I know you were just humoring us in there. I can see it in your face. So I followed you out. What was I supposed to say, man? So, uh, sorry, I'd rather puke than spend a minute in any of those places. 
right in front of Rachel with a big smile on her face, all proud of herself. She just wants what's best for you. Yeah, she does, until she realizes her fiancé is a total loser. Is that what you're scared of? It's the truth. Doesn't anybody understand that maybe the reason I don't know what to do with my life is because I'm not qualified to do anything? No, no, you just don't know what you want yet. What I want is for time to stop, okay? I want it to feel like I'm on the football field and the crowd's going nuts. Or I, I want it to feel like I'm on the stage during a performance and everybody's on their feet. So let's find something out there that gives you that feeling. Of being young? Where is it? Show me. I want you to watch this for a minute. Mr. Shiva, I don't really feel like doing my Glee homework right now. I, I think you know what you want for your life. I think you're just scared to say it out loud. I want you to see what it looks like when someone follows their dream, even though everyone else tells them it's impossible. You can do anything you want to, Finn. It's not the broken dreams that break us. It's the ones we didn't dare to dream. Which, you know, it's very senior high school senior mm-hmm. feeling but i felt it rang very true like i i that felt like i feel like most people who peak in high school don't have the self-awareness to know that they're gonna peak oh in no high i know i know i i think i'm i'm just saying it's a, no totally i think i think finn weirdly does and like yeah. i buy that he like knows that he especially like if you're surrounded by like these high achievers that like you know are gonna make it beyond and like mm-hmm. you know that you aren't i think that will give you the self-awareness Definitely. Of, like fuck this is as good as it's gonna get for me and then will in this very like deep personal intimate moment with this teen who is very vulnerable and teachable and you know needs guidance he makes like a substitute teacher oh, he rolls showing the, the class <laughs> stand and deliver and He's like, you should watch Saturday Night Fever. Mm-hmm. This will show a you. literal VHS, a like, literal VHS like with, the, with not Fever. even like the official VHS, no, like no, definitely no. recorded, probably because well, they, they did show the soundtrack cover, so they have the rights up to some extent. But um, yeah, and they said like, watch this movie and like be educated because you, you will forever be pressed mm-hmm. about the sticker over Amanda Seyfried on the they Mamma Mia not... DVD, will won't you clear it? <laughs> I knew that's what that was about. Mm, I knew not, that's what that was could about. could not clear the art. Wow, mm. neither could the SAG Awards yeah. wow. show oh, Amanda Seyfried. That this is the last episode of Glee Wine, <laughs> actually. Um, the way I actually stand, ways, uh, stand Amanda in ways that you don't, because I have big love. Oh, you have big love. Yeah, I know. So, uh, who's the bigger Amanda Stanfried? Well, doesn't sound like you. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, then... Brittany, so yeah, Mr. Shield basically like oh because it w- turns the lights up and, 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 like, and Will back. is like it's not the failed dreams that you regret the most, it's the it's the ones you didn't dare to dream. Jesus Christ, I'm gonna go <laughs> fuck a sheep on younger now. <laughs> um, then Brittany tries to get Santana on reality TV because she's like you just got your boob in the door. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, also not for me simping for Santana again, but I would watch the fuck out of her on a reality show. Yeah, put her she... on. Oh my god, put her on the queer. Are you the one? I was thinking, <laughs> are you the one? Like, put her well, on I guess she's one. strict lesbian, so she wouldn't work for that. But yeah. real world, anything she real would be world, iconic. She's big built brother. Ugh. Uh... I don't know, the, make an all-Latina Real Housewives, and wow. You know, the Real Housewives of Lima, one. Ohio. Wow. It's not Real Housewives, but there is a Latina, like, trashy reality show on Netflix. Um, also, the way you disrespected Real Housewives of Miami, an iconic are they all of Latina? our time. A lot of them are. Oh, There's a Bruja. 
I did not like that. <laughs> so get her on that. Get her on that. Move um, Santana to Miami. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, Santana, Britney's like, you can do hoarders. You can, like, be on Fear Factor. He's a bull testicle. Oh, yeah, she's like, I drove all the way out to find this bull testicle. It just, mm-hmm, it mm-hmm. tastes just like chicken testicle. And she tells her, like, you just let me know how far you're willing to go to be famous. Um, which is, you know. Yeah, she's like, I'll do stuff. whatever um, it takes for your dream. we see Kurt and, Mer- and Mercedes go to vocal adrenaline regionals yes uh to try to stop Wade. they're like we know we sent you the shoes but, but you like shouldn't JK, do it. you shouldn't do it it's really weird yeah. and and he's like oh well i'm doing it like yeah you know <laughs> um and then jesse st james sees them there like escorts them out uh they're like we're friends with wade and he's like well better reason for him for me to fire him um and then the performance and then starts. we see well yeah we see boogie shoes um Good performance. He, he, I love it. It's it's really fun. Um, and it 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 works really well because they literally gave her the shoes. They gave her the shoes. Yeah, and um, Alex Jesse's Newell is outraged. Like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, get off the stage right mm-hmm. now because like, he's in a full like flapper dress. And yeah, wig and, full like, drag. Shoes, like, we full love drag. to uh-huh. see it. Uh, and yeah, the way the prop the audience probably didn't even know. <laughs> That's one thing. I I, I there's. The performance was good, but there's a lot of things. Like, one, how did Jesse not know that he was getting into full drag getup? I could see a way that they pulled it, pulled the wool over his eyes. I could see it. I <laughs> yeah, could I mean, see that's, it. I could see that. I also, like, because he does say, like, oh, I, because when he said, like, oh, that that's a better reason for me to fire him. Like, that implies that he's been thinking about already, like, getting rid of him. Mm-hmm. And yet... He's the one that the number is framed around. Yeah, that doesn't you know? quite make sense. But perhaps, like, as Wade, they weren't performing like up big to like that. Their level. Yeah, but then and you don't so, make them a centerpiece. True. Yeah. I don't know. I get the feeling there are a lot of flops in vocal adrenaline. Yeah. We only have a couple actual singers. That well, hang and out, and and so. well, and the, and that's my thing. Like. And this is a mourning period we've gone through since season one, but like this is not the vocal adrenaline we love it. We're originally introduced we, we to love now, it. We, but we I love. still love it. It's good. It's just like I miss mechanic. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Just full, the Dustin Goolsby era, the full show choir vocal adrenaline, like you the know. mercy and rehab team. Yeah, like like that. The fact, yeah. I miss. I just missed that. But, but Boogie Shoes worked is great. It the fuck no, no, out. she worked the fuck up. There's choreo. There's um, a lot of boogieing. <laughs> a lot of boogieing. Yeah, because he's 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 wearing. There are a the lot of shoes. there were a lot of shoes. A lot of shoes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Then I just have uh, more than a woman who sings more than a woman. Um, is that Rachel? No, who sings? No, that? it's Finn. Oh, Finn. Okay, sure. Yeah, Finn brings Rachel and and, and... and... Oh, that's when he says, I want to be an actor? Yeah, he's uh, like, yeah. ever since you showed me that Bravo show with that guy, and she's like, James Lipton, he's like, I want to go to Inside the Actors Studio. I'm like, not Finn suddenly wanting to be an actor of all things? Yeah, when al- has he acted? Also not just an actor, like a serious actor. Yeah, you, know? you think we're going to get into that, Mama? Yeah, well, he did. And Will he, is fully supporting he was, it. Um, I think Will is like, Lighting him the fuck up, blowing um, some fucking smoke up his ass. What's the male lead in Rocky Horror's name? Fuck. Brad. Brad, yeah. 
he did Brad, but, you know, he never got to perform because they never put on the musical. He didn't partake in West Side Story. Like, was he not in West Side Story at no, all? No, at all. Because he was doing football at that time. Mm. Um, I think this is a mess. Like, what yeah. is this Finn's yeah. dream? Yeah, yeah. Oh. Mama. But it's convenient because it makes them move together to New York, you know? Um, yeah. Yeah. He's and, like, yeah, he's basically like, I'm ready to move to New York. Also, I have a Whitney number and I have to do it with you. Yeah. yeah. And they, it's a number where all the couples are like dancing together. But um, the way they're editing, like when they're doing like that classic, like arms out spinning around and you shoot to each of the couples, there's a way it's edited that it, sometimes it seems gay because it cuts from like Harry Shum Jr. to, to Corey well, Monty. Well, Blaine and Kurt are dancing together uh-huh. as are Santana and Brittany. Uh, so it is, you know, gay but regardless. But still, there are other ways that it felt gay, yeah. which we love. Uh, then we see that Sam uploaded Mercedes's video to YouTube and it's been getting some traction. And he just encourages her to like, you know... You are good. Like, you are the cream that rises yes. to the top. So, Which like, I had clocked from the beginning. As soon as he pulled that phone out, I was like, okay, he's going to upload and make her viral. And you were like, oh, yeah, that would be the current plot line. Mm-hmm. But, it would, yeah, be, but it, it would be on TikTok. And it not would on... be like on TikTok, yeah. Sam encourages her, and there's a spark reignited between the two of them. Um, then Santana got in with a full scholarship to Louisville University. For cheerleading, um, For right? cheerleading. So there is something that's, you know, she has a future. And uh, Sue is disappointed on them because of the sex tape. Even though she has a sex tape with Oliver North uh, that premiered on Betamax. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And she said Cheney still has a copy. Yes. Uh, again, just things I need everyone o- to Oliver know. Oliver North is an American political commentator, television host, military historian, author, and retired United States Marine Corps Lieutenant Colonel. A veteran of the Vietnam War, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. North was a National Security and Council staff And I'm guessing it has something to do with Dick Cheney. Anyway. So yeah, that sex has no repercussions whatsoever. Uh, Brittany should have been facing more you know, consequences. Well, like it. I said, literally child porn Not just Not just academic, but, you know, maybe even legally. Um, um At some <laughs> point, Sue says she's still confused about Santana's ethnicity. Well, because she does say, like, when you go to college and do, you know, cheerleading is not a career. Oh, she's like, open like, a taco truck? Like, you can get a business degree and, like, open a taco truck. Um, which, nice. again, would go to a Santana Lopez-operated... Wow, the third Santana television show we would watch at this point. Mm-hmm. We have reality oh, that's not, Santana. That's not maybe a, a, I would just go. Like, well, true, but I would also watch a show about Santana working out of a taco truck. Yeah, yeah. No, I would. I would watch most things starring Santana. Um, and then we we learn uh, that uh, the, the that Santana, Mercedes, and Finn all got. Suits, their white polyester disco suits. Yes, um, all three of them. All three of them, and they all perform uh, "Staying Alive," the you wow. know seminal song that needed to be part of. It ends with all of them in the auditorium again wearing those suits that Becky spend a <laughs> lot of time <laughs> sawing. No, the way no. Becky would slay on Drag Race. <gasps> wow! Wow! <laughs> yes. yes. Um, and yeah, the, again, once again, fuck Quinn because Quinn is not nowhere to be seen. Yeah. Um, and yeah, that's that's that Saturday Night Gleaver. <clears throat> I don't know. I don't know either. Here's the thing. I've poured a slushy. I don't know if I'm 
throwing the yeah, slushy. Yeah. I, I, I'm giving a hesitant gold star. Because I like... Look, the songs, most of them are bops. You know? Yeah. Like, there are, like, all But that's of them. not Glee's doing. No, I know. But it helps. It helps that the numbers that they're yeah. doing, like, are actually entertaining to watch. And I do like the way they utilize the, th- the theme the, yeah. to, like, talk about the the characters. And it's, like, very, you know, it's very... The, it's these three characters and we need, you know, it's 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 not as scattered or, like, pointless as other tribute episodes are. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I'm giving them, like, a hesitant gold star with, like, I'll... A, a disco thing. I may eat these words... But like I said, I've poured myself a slushie. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to sip that slushie. Yeah. And give it a gold star. Okay. Well, you can change. After we discuss the next one, maybe your feelings will change. And you can like. Hmm. We'll see. Uh, we'll, we'll come back to it. I feel bad. I don't like giving an episode a gold yeah, star. Yeah. But, but I mean. Here we at are. At this one, I do think this is a stronger episode. Than, it just like, didn't make me mad. No, I know. <laughs> well, that's <laughs> I the, guess thing. the thing. It's like. Yeah, and I do think it's like a more coherent episode than like a lot of season three episodes mm-hmm, we've had mm-hmm, so far. Mm-hmm. Um, we've had a lot of mess. Yeah. So, um, songs here. They're all from the Saturday Night Fever soundtrack, but they all have different performers. Um, you Should Be Dancing by the Bee Gees, performed by Blaine, Mike, and Brittany. Night Fever by the Bee Gees, performed by the New Directions. Disco Inferno by the Tramps, performed by Mercedes. If I Can't Have You by Yvonne Elliman, performed by Santana. Go crazy is what I will do If I can't have you How Deep Is Your Love by the Bee Gees, performed by Rachel. Boogie Shoes by Casey and the Sunshine Band, performed by Wade Unique Adams and Vocal Adrenaline. Uh-huh. 
More Than a Woman by the Bee Gees, performed by Finn. And Staying Alive by the Bee Gees, performed by Finn, Mercedes, and Tana with the New Directions. Ours are going to be different-ish this round. Um, I'll go bottom up for the sake of suspense. Mm -hmm. Um, Where we're likely similar is that I have more than a woman in last because I don't need a Finn uh, falsetto. Mm -hmm. uh, Just unnecessary. I have Night Fever second to last. These, like, next, like, three or four are pretty, inter- like, I struggled with. Just Night Fever was, like, the dan- the glee dance number that just felt, like, lame and ugh, it started with Will and Shoe. Um, I have just ahead of that uh, How Deep Is Your Love, uh, mainly because there was just one iconic belt that Leah had mm-hmm, in there mm-hmm. that I was really feeling. Um, Right in front of that, I have If I Can't Have You. Um, uh, Naya was great here. Uh, like I said, these this like group of four, this next one being the last one, is a pretty flexible fluid with me. Um, I really liked it. Um, but I put Staying Alive over it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I only instinctually put it over it because... I forgot if I can't have you when I was originally writing my um, ranking. And I feel like that kind of speaks for itself Mm -hmm. in a way. No, totally. So I put Staying Alive over it. I mean, it's also the last number, so that's probably part of why it stuck out. Um, The top three I feel pretty solidified by, both in terms of, like, that it's my top three, and I also feel solidified in their order. Um, um, I have You Should Be Dancing in third place. It was a fun opening number. I feel like... Blaine is a perfect character to do this, like, disco moment with. He's very cheesy. It works. Um, It was great. Um, And we love putting the actual dancers in it. Um, Number two is Disco Inferno. Again, if we're doing disco, Amber Riley is one of the perfect people to go to. I think she elevates the number. Um, I think it's just all around great. Number one, I have to put Boogie Shoes. Alex Newell really just, like, did that for me. Um, I just, I was taken, I was taken there by, by Miss Newell, so. Oh, totally. That's, that's, that's me. Uh, that's great. Uh, we have, I mean, our top three is the same three. I have a different order. But, okay, um, They, I mean, they are the, like, top three numbers. Yeah, totally. Uh, my last one, you're correct, and that is more than a woman. Uh, sh- yeah, Finn doing disco, not not my thing. Um, then I have How Deep Is Your Love. It just felt very forgettable, um, even if it's, you know, a Leah number. Uh, 
then I have if I can have you. Uh, even if Santana worked that bandana, it was it was it was okay. Uh, then I have night fever. Um, I like I like seeing everyone dance differently, but yeah, it just like the energy was kind of also very low and like, yeah, not not as good as it could have been. Then I have staying alive. Um, love that song. I think they did a good job with like. The three of them who sings it. I like the, all of them at the end dancing together. And it makes sense as the closing number. Yeah, totally. My third one is Boogie Shoes. <gasps> wow. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, can tell when we were talking about the scene, yeah. I was like, oh, we yeah. disagree about yeah, Boogie yeah, Shoes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think he... I think, I mean, Alex, like, brings it down. I don't think it's the best Alex performance I've ever seen. No. Um, I mean, we get better. And it, it just felt weird that it was a vocal adrenaline number. Um, okay. I just feel weird... That the choice for his character was him being part of Bullock Adrenaline. I don't think it fits very well. But, um, but you know, he killed that number. Uh, two is You Should Be Dancing. Great, fun opening number. Uh, you're right in that Blaine uh, and, and Darren can really hold that uh, dancing. And Disco Inferno, number one. Um, yeah, burn, I'm okay with that. Burn, baby, burn. I'm at peace with that. Uh, yep. Um, so let's dance with somebody, shall we? I get so emotional, baby. Um, Every time I think of you. Season 3, episode 17. Dance with somebody. Uh, written by Ross Maxwell. Directed by Paris Barclay. Aired on April 24th, 2012 to an audience of 6.9 million viewers. And we open on a framed picture of Whitney Houston... To an acapella rendition of How Will I Know? How Will I Know? An iconic it's, rendition. It's really it's good. A really good it's rendition. really good. Yeah, because it starts like slower than it. It picks up the pace later, but like, yes, it starts and it still like never slower. matches like the pace of the song, mm-hmm. but which I love. It's very. Yeah, it's very like it fits the mood. If it's it fits the mood, it's it very is, solid. It is. It is a Whitney. We are just months episode. after Whitney has passed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the, and the, the, yeah, the kids are dealing with that loss. Do you um, remember, I, I, I do want to take a moment, um, you, you'll probably roll my eyes at me because I want to take a moment, but do you remember when Whitney died? Um, I, I can't tell you, like, where I was. Okay, you know, interesting. she died. Um, I actually don't, like... So I, I have a whole moment uh-huh. when Whitney yeah. died. Because um, what? What? When did she die? Like early 2012, I believe so. I was in college. It was junior year, so 2012 would make February sense. 2012. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I was. That was my senior year of high school. Mm, I was junior year of college. I was about to go. Like those weeks, I was about to fly to LA for a college interview to yeah. see if I could... So my mind was okay, preoccupied okay. elsewhere. <laughs> um, like, Kurt in this episode. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. Um, I I remember three celebrity deaths specifically. Two of them impacted me quite hard, which are Amy Winehouse and Whitney Houston. Uh, the other being Michael Jackson. I mean, um, I do remember hearing about Amy Winehouse and Michael Jackson. Like, I do remember that. I also remember, like, Corey's Monteith. Like, that, yeah, like, I mean, ob- vividly, yeah, obviously. But, yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah. Um, anyway, so I distinctly remember Whitney Houston's death for a multitude of reasons. Like, first of all, her music had been a soundtrack of my life. Um, my mother loved The Bodyguard. We watched The Bodyguard and, like, 
and we listened to the fuck out of Whitney Houston because she was like an undeniable classic. Um, I think it was right before the Grammys because uh, she was at the Beverly Hilton. Like, I think it had been like a Clive Davis Grammy party, whatever going on. But um, I distinctly remember because I think they did a tribute to her at the Grammys mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because she had died just yeah. days before and it was a whole moment. Um, and it was either the night she died or after um, the Grammy ceremony. I remember with my best gaze in college, I was in an apartment at the time that had like a closet under the stairs. Okay. Um, and we had always t- on Harry Potter. We had always uh-huh. talked about hot boxing in uh-huh, it. Uh-huh. And we were like, what would Whitney want us to do? Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. And so we hotboxed in that closet finally for the first time with, I think my friend built a gravity bong uh, out of like a two liter soda because we were all about that at the time. Um, and we hotboxed in that closet under the stairs and it was forever known at the, at the time I lived in that apartment as the Whitney closet. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, and wow, that's-, that. that's your Whitney story. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I don't... I mean, I remember that it was a thing. I, yeah. Like, I cannot place myself around her death. Um, yeah, so we, we get this, like, pretty cool rendition. Um, and then the spotlight fades into the title card. Wow. Glee. Um, and Will... Then we Will get to pressed. Will being like, <laughs> I don't get it. And I'm like, of course Will doesn't fucking get why these people are so sad about Whitney Houston mm-hmm, dying. Mm-hmm, yeah, He's yeah. like, it's been enough time. I'm like, Will, how are you of all people obsessed with music and like basically a gay man in a flop's clothing? Like, no, I'm sorry. I'm gonna stop you right there. Mr. Shoe is not queer coded. He is a straight no, man but you know, through and but through. But you know what I mean about him being like, I think he's in tune. Like he's slightly aware. more in tune. That's what I was literally yeah, about yeah, to yeah, say. Yeah. It's just kind of like how could but it makes perfect. I mean, sense ask him about the death of like Freddie Mercury or someone. Like, oh you know, wow, like yeah, that. I'm sure. Yeah. yeah, um, he loved Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. my god, course, you're so right. If he were in the Academy, he voted for Rami Malek. Of course, for yeah, sure. he loved Bohemian Rhapsody. He didn't get. Rocket Man. I you was know? gonna say, yeah, yeah, Rocket Man too. Yep, 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 mm-hmm. yep, yep. So you know, it was just too over the top. Yeah, for yeah, me. yeah. Like, why did I need to like go there? You know. So yeah, he he's pressed because it's been two months and people can't let it go. And so Jama says, "Let me share my trauma with you." Um, she pulls out a pamphlet, right? A pamphlet that says like, "Why I can't stop crying when Lady D- L- Lady Di died or something yep, like that." Yep, yep, yep. And she like, and this is character character consistency because Lady Di has been a constant in. Uh, Emma's. Oh, really? Um, yeah, I think in, like, earlier on, like, in season one, remember when he, she was about to marry that coach? Coach Tanaka. Yeah, that she uh, she wanted her dress to be, like, oh, like oh, Lady Di. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like that was unintentional. Yeah. I didn't remember that. Well, um... But she's basically, or, or like, like... Or, like, the writer's assistant was, like, this. We can point bring it back to this, you know? She uh, are, She's basically, like, she died when I was a senior in high school, and she represented me having a hard time letting go of what was going on, which I get is yeah. the theme of the episode, but I actually don't necessarily think that's how celebrity deaths for normal people work. Yeah, like, I'm not sure. Like, me being upset about Whitney Houston had little to yeah, do with I mean, my life me at the moment. Yeah, I mean, for me, it's more, like... Yeah, it's not necessarily death. I, I, I can relate, like, to something in the outside world ending, like, correlating it with, like, something in my yeah. life ending. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, I'll, I mean, as whatever thing that, like, 
Harry Potter things have been, but, you know, like, the movies ended when I graduated high school. So, for me, like, that... I think the books ended you for know, me like around that, graduating around high school. So that like was I'll always, I'll always think of that period of my time. No, absolutely, you know? so, absolutely. So, and when those ended, I'm like, shit. There's like, it's over. You know, like so. I, yeah. I, I feel that it's yeah. I, I, I agree that it's kind of weird to do it with a death more than like some, but like, you know, I, I, I appreciate the intention of like. I also do it. think you there's know? something legitimate there, but I, I, I just feel like. Yeah. There were a lot of people affected and upset by Whitney Houston's death, and not everybody was a senior in high school. Oh, totally. Time. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so, yeah, so so basically they come, like, Whitney was there, Diana. Like, they're, they can't really cope with that they're going to lose their friends and their family. So they're mourning. So they're mourning this, like, celebrity. So the theme of the week is Whitney, and they need to perform as a song, but also, like, on Earth, kind of, like, what's going on with them. Yes, and we have Rachel White explaining the bodyguard to Mercedes, saying that it was originally written for Barbara Streisand, and then Mercedes is like, no, it was for Diana Ooh, Ross, and Will Schuster, unfortunately, comes in and is like, Mercedes is right, correct. Right, history, yeah. Um, Rachel wants to do uh, Whitney's Star Spangled Banner. Yes! <laughs> Which later, I think it's brought up, like, why would you, I think Kurt says, well, like... Well, Rachel later on is like... I've been practicing and I just can't hit it. And, and Kurt's, Kurt's like, like, I don't know why. I don't know. He was like, I don't know why anybody tried it after she did it. And mm-hmm. I was like, tell that to Maya Rudolph. Maya Rudolph? Um, Play the clip. Uh, then we, we, we get hints that Blaine is distant. That you, Blaine is... Not a hint. They just straight up say Blaine is distant. <laughs> he has not been distant up to this point. We have not focused on their relationship. Oh, yeah. Kurt says, like, are you going to, like, come help me practice for my audition? And Blaine's like, I can today. Mm-hmm. But in, like, this very dismissive mm-hmm. manner. Um, <gasps> and, then, and then we get, a, as I have in my notes, a faggot fawning over Kurt. <laughs> We love to see it. I honestly think this is what Kurt... I, 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 I... Okay, so this is the introduction of some random faggot named Chandler, who I'm personally obsessed with. I'm all over the map with him, though. I go on a roller coaster ride of being like, yes, I ship them. Wait, maybe they should just be, like, gay BFFs. I want to date why him. Both? Maybe I just want to be they, his gay BFF. They could fuck. And but then also realize you, it's too complicated, and then just become friends. Like how I many? I mean, T T T T T T. Um, so they meet at the now iconic location, uh, between the sheets. Between the sheets. Between the sheets. Um, that is a sheet music store. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. that is iconic. Um, Kurt is looking for Niada auditions. He wants to do a Whitney, a Whitney song. song for both. Glee Club and for mm-hmm. his Niata audition mm-hmm. and uh, he runs into this gay boy Chandler who is iconic. Excuse me? I'm so sorry to bother you but that hippopotamus head brooch is awesome. Thanks. 
thanks. That whole outfit is amazing. You must get compliments all the time. I don't, actually. Kurt Hummel. Chandler Keel. I go to North Lima High. I've got an audition next week, and I'm dying to do Rainbow High from Abita. But the guy just said they're sold out, which is a preposterous lie. What are you auditioning for? Uh, the musical theater program at NYU. That's so funny. I'm auditioning for Niata. My callback's in a couple weeks. Niata callback? Ooh la la. What song are you doing? I'm not sure. Um, I have to find the perfect Whitney Houston song. Oh my god! You must do One Moment in Time. Whitney's performance at the 89 Grammys was legend, and no one has done that song justice since. But then again, there's also All the Man That I Need. Oh my god, that song is amazing. You, you <laughs> must do it. Finally, a love song where it didn't have to hurt to turn out right. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, am I being really loud? When I get excited, I tend to start yelling. Uh, no, no, you're just really enthusiastic. It's refreshing. Infectious, actually. Then I should quit while I'm ahead. Nice to meet you, Kurt Hummel. I'm sure you'll nail whatever song you pick. Thank you. Oh, and good luck with your Niata callback. Let me know if I can be of any help. We future New Yorkers gotta stick together. <laughs> can I get your number? Uh, I literally wrote, I'm gagging for you, faggot. Uh, but, uh... Essentially, they they just kind of instantly connect because they have similar energies, which is why I'm like, okay, maybe yeah. they should just be friends rather than lovers. Mm-hmm. Um, so I do think it is a shame what ends up happening that like because I think like Kurt could have found a friend, a friend here, yeah, because yeah, um, which yeah. you need queer friends. Yeah, they start bonding over the same song things. They exchange numbers at the end. Yes, um, uh, Chandler asked for his number, mm-hmm. but yeah, they were basically like gagging over like Barbara this and you should sing that. And, yeah. So he is this actor. Just his name is Justin Castor. He and I are dating now. Um, he hasn't done a lot. Um, great. He Perfect. had a few guest star roles in Switched at Birth, mm. Bones. Okay, uh, I got a Bones. Brazilian Isles. <gasps> wow, iconic lesbian uh, procedural. The Mindy Project as teen. Uh, only, Not as teen. His only appearance in uh, Glee. Only this episode he appears tragic wow big love as teen wow uh, wow wow he said amanda Seyfried writes <laughs> and reno 911 as high school boy but also not oh. all these teens slash high school oh yeah i i think he gave up acting uh because like <laughs> the, his imdb is not um, well if you're out there and you're listening to this podcast does he have instagram i'm a girl i mean it right <laughs> now um but uh, is he seems to be straight what um, no, that's the gag of the century. Because um, that was a capital F word. I don't know. What's his name? Justin Castor? He, oh, he has, he's doing a face mask in his profile yeah, picture. Yeah, I don't know. Let's see his stories. Um, he's had his lips done. That's that's a homo mo. How could you think this? Okay, let's see his Twitter. <laughs> that will be the T. That'll be the T. Girl, he has bleached hair in his most recent picture. He's a homosexual in a crisis. 28 weeks ago. I hope he's okay. I don't know. He he does not... Mm, he doesn't give you homo energy? Not at all. He gives me like... <gasps> not the rose in the profile name. Yeah, he, do, he gives me actually very chaotic energy. He's like... Somebody who's like too Bernie, bro. You know what I mean? Oh, a hundred percent. Can you tell? It's not in there. Yeah, it's very like fuck Should Joe I Biden. Like, remember fuck. the women's march? LOL. Liberals are scary AF. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah. I Should I think... like all of his tweets? <laughs> he said, "No one wants the Johnson and Johnson." Vaccine. I don't. I don't see any 
homo comment, like content in his likes. Um, it's all like he did say just a reminder, fuck J.K. Rowling. Yeah, but you know, um, oh, he's like left, which I'm left, but like none of them have likes either. That's oh no, that's in, and you know, also like not followed by anyone you're following. That's a sign that like anyway, anyway, we are cutting all of that, but um. Yeah, that was a real rabbit hole we went into. Um, and it was fast. Also. I love Nicole um, Kidman. Um, but yeah, I mean... Well, I guess we can talk about like the ethics of what Kurt is doing later on. But um, Yeah, we'll get to it. We'll get to it. But yeah, so we get this like mid-cute in uh, Between the Sheets. Kurt says later on, but like, you can tell him like, he likes the attention. He likes... Mm-hmm. Like, he's making him feel like... Especially because Blaine is not giving it to exactly, him right now. Exactly, exactly. Uh, then we get, uh, I want to dance with somebody. Not Britney being allowed to sing during Whitney week. Yeah. I just think yeah. that's Heather, Heather does. It's disrespectful. It's, I mean, it is one of the, it's one of the best pop songs However, ever made in history. And yes. it was not regarded as such. We do transition <laughs> into Santana in an outfit performing it. Oh yeah, no. I, which I, I, I will like accept. Santana takes over the song halfway through. And I'm Thank like, where, where were you the entire time? Yeah. Because uh, <clears throat> this song deserves a performance. Um, and yeah, this is one of their two, like, obligatory music video recreations. Mm-hmm. Uh, where they're just, like, in their outfit, and there's, you know, the camera angles, and, like, recreation and whatnot. <clears throat> um, then, at the end, a, at the I, end I just, of it, uh, Britney's like, I love to dance with all of you. Santana is my favorite to dance with. Quinn, you're still dancing in, in my, my dreams. dreams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that leads us to the next scene. But, um, mm-hmm. yeah, I just want to say, like, it, it was kind of a bummer that, the, like, the song recovered as it went, but it didn't shine the way the song No, yeah, shine. It, it, it is very disrespectful to... Yeah, and I, it, I mean, maybe because it's one of my all-time favorite songs, like, Yeah, ever, no, and I, it's, it's very, <laughs> as soon as... Sorry, Heather, but, like, as soon as, like, Britney started singing it, I was like, oh, this is... Mm, no. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. No. Mm-mm. Um, then, as you said, Quinn is bombed because she's stuck in a wheelchair and can't walk. Uh, yes. And, and her physical like, therapy is not working. Joe approaches her and is like, you know, what's what's going on with you? She's like, yeah, like, I've been going, but doesn't seem to be working. And he offers to go with her next time. Then uh, Will has hired a wedding planner. Um, yes, because Mr. Lavender, we later found out... Lavender? Lavender. Lavender. Um, because he has moved the wedding up to May. Because May sweeps. May sweeps, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, so, like, a month. Like, which is hella rude to your OCD suffering yes. wife. She uh, literally calls it out. She's like, you know yeah. I have OCD, yeah, right? Yeah, like, yeah. And I'm focusing on all this planning stuff, and now you want to do it in May. Mm-hmm. She also asks him if he's doing it for the S-E-X, which says something about Emma that she's not able to say the word sex, and says something about Will that she's questioning his motives here. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, mean I, I think just, like, it's hella rude to, like, Oh, we're we're pushing up. We're gonna do this in we're a, gonna yeah, this yeah, in yeah. a month. Like it's supposed to be end of year now. It's in a month now. Like big my brother trying to do a wedding in the middle of a pandemic. I mean, I say trying. He did and it. Succeeding. I just yeah, did. I, I, I watched. I watched the live stream. I was. 
true. Nobody got COVID. Mm. I refused to go. Mm. I watched it on my phone, in my car, at the beach. Yeah, yeah, we, we sure did. Uh, <laughs> uh, then... Then we uh, get Kurt getting sent very cheesy lines, right? Like, yeah. they're the che- This is where I'm like, okay, because I did have a moment in the, uh, in the sheet music store where I'm... Between the sheets. Um, where I was like... This guy may be a little too eager for my energy. I'm very like positive. Yeah, yeah. Well, and also so he's like, sending hella cheesy lines. Like to... also not like like the writers could have like this is not they just like sending each other corny like pickup lines. Like that's not a sustainable conversation that you carry no, with someone for I two al- days. I also think that given like their connection and that like Kurt was like Oh, a fag. I was gonna um, say, like, their conversation would have been, it like... It could have been stuff about talk, Barbara, talk about movies, Patty LaHone, about music. like, yeah. uh-huh. they could have had more, better better references than, like... Yeah, there, there's two types. There's, like, a, a smile, like, a something about a, a smile. It's a terrible reference, yeah, either yeah, way. Yeah. And then the oh, other like, one is, are you an astronaut? Because, like, your smile, smile is out of this to the world, world or, or something, something like yeah, that. Yeah, sends me to the moon. Just something that, like, I thought the whole point of this was supposed to be, like, Kurt's connecting with this guy on another level. Yeah, yeah, and, and like, to inside jealousy on Blaine. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, I was gonna say, there's, like, this is broadly generalizing, but, like, there's two types of texting between queer people. There's only two types of people in the world. And that's, like, overly explicit sexual sexting or talking about niche subjects, you know? <laughs> Sometimes we, Both. as queer people, you get to use... <laughs> Niche cultural references as explicit, explicit. Yeah, exactly. Sexual. That's the beauty. So, yeah, yeah I, don't, I, I don't think for two week, for two days, it would have carried on to like corny again. Like I said, corny pickup lines. Um, and uh, but, you know. this is when Kurt expresses to Rachel because Rachel's basically like, "Oh, what text is making you like? What did Blaine send mm-hmm, you? Mm-hmm. I know those texts. Finn sends me those like midday whatever texts about, about my, my boobs. boobs yeah. <laughs> uh, and he's like, "Oh, it's actually not. It's actually not him." Uh, and she's like, "Wait, then who is it?" And he's like, "Well, it's this guy. I'm afraid uh, Blaine and I may be headed for the lesbian bed death, <laughs> which is like." Lesbians like very quickly like desexualizing yeah, their, their lesbian bed death is actually um, Jodie Foster accepting that Golden Globe. Shut um. the fuck up! <laughs> Shut the fuck up! Plug the gif. You can't do it, but I wish you could. Um, yeah. So so and Rachel's like, because Kurt is insisting like, oh, this is all super innocent. Oh, like, it's innocent. Nothing. And she's like, would you show those to Blaine? And mm-hmm. he's like, no. And he's yeah. she's like, well, it's not that innocent. <laughs> You see, my problem is this. Um, <laughs> then we get, um, uh, Saving All My Love For You? Is that just the No, Quinn? that makes sense, because I wrote Good For Them. Is that Quinn and Joe? Quinn and Joe. Oh, okay. Yeah, they're having, They've uh, been bonding and Oh, and, yeah, and, and, and Joe, therapy. is that when Joe has realized that? Because, yeah, I have it, like, at an, the end of it, he's with the like, therapy. oh, maybe I'm into... Well, then he's like, oh, I'm horny. Because his whole thing is like, I've never been horny before. That's it's what's basically boils down to like You're right. I've never been around girls, I've never been horny before. Um So yeah. And it's I, I think their voices mesh well together actually. Like it, it's lovely. It does. That's part of why I wrote good for that. Mm-hmm, yeah. It's it's very her and Sam singing lucky. 
like in the mm. in the early season. Yes, two. yeah, yeah, like yeah. It's, it's very that vibe. And then we get what is, I think, an icon, like pretty iconic performance. It was great. Of so emotional, because um, like I told you, we rarely get Santana Rachel duets. Um, uh-huh. As they, this episode acknowledges, acknowledges. actually, <clears throat> uh, it's a good arrangement because it's not a straight up cover of the song. It's like. I don't know what... That's the thing. I didn't recognize it was a song until a certain point, mm-hmm. and I thought that was part of what made it interesting. Totally. Also, if this episode would have taken place today, there would a thousand percent be a rose petal reference mm-hmm. to it. Like... I wrote, come on, Sasha Valor. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, it would a hundred percent happen. Um, while Rachel removing her wig and shit coming out of it. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Bye. <laughs> uh, I guess it would be Santana, not Rachel. Uh, but yeah, I, I love this performance. Actually. Oh, it's great. It was, it was I mean, it, it didn't reach the heights that like River D. Mountain High did, mm-hmm. but it gave me again that very same vibe. Oh, same episode as Lucky. Wow. Then there's a short uh, scene in the girls' bathroom where like they tell Quinn like, "Ooh, we saw the way you." And Joe were looking at each and other. And she's like, nobody would want me nobody. because I'm in a wheelchair <laughs> I'm in a now. wheelchair, yeah. Mm-hmm. Alice Stroker went back to disagree. Um, Which two episodes she, ago she was like, bitch, this ain't real. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. She's, she's, but well, well I guess now she, it's falling onto her. They're like, oh, therapy's not working. Um, True. But again, give it two episodes. And um, <laughs> next episode of Glee Wine. Yeah, uh-huh. She will walk. Yeah. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Um, and yeah, so she's very like, there was a moment between us in the physical therapy and, you know, he He, pulled, pulled he backed away. away because I'm in this ugly chair. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which was you know, a big leap to make, but yeah, you know. Um, but I get it. And, and her like new perspective being like, I'm reading this onto myself. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Then we get a scene with uh, the wedding planner. I really was like, this is the wedding planner? It's yeah, it that like, guy that from could... Brooklyn Nine-Nine. <laughs> oh, is it? Is it one of the two? Uh-huh. Oh, okay. I thought it was going to be like, you you, you have a character named Mr. Lavender. Lavender. Uh, that's a wedding planner? That's a wedding yeah. planner. I was expecting some, I was expecting Roger Bart. Yeah, Roger Bart. I mean, given I've seen the whole show, but still. Nathan like, Lane. You would think, um, like, you would get... Something. Something, I mean, yeah. given he doesn't last the episode, <laughs> yeah, so it yeah, makes yeah. sense. But, like, um, it, it just felt like the naming and the build-up, it the, was going to be, like, a Glee guest but character. Even, you know what I mean? Even, the, even if it was, like, a one scene, like, the character type, it was, he was just, like, a straightforward, like, man. Which Will does seem surprised to be like, oh, this isn't what I was expecting. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, yeah, so he... Um, he and he, Emma. He sets his demands. I think he's more of a bridezilla than Emma because he's like, I will be rapping at the reception, so there will have to be a stage. Also, like the new directions will, will perform. perform. Yeah. So. so that's that's his whole thing that he's hanging on to. Like, <clears throat> he needs a stage. Yeah. At this the... point, you called out that like yeah. he's going to get red for for not being able to let go the way the, the way the Glee kids are doing. The way that he's um, asking them to move yeah. on. So he basically fires uh, Richard Lavender. Lavender. And, um, and yeah, I, so I, I, it's up. funny because co- coinciding with you literally figuring it out, I wrote the note like, why is Will pushing this in May? It's so yeah. dumb. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and yeah, he says to Emma, I'm going to take over. Like, we can do it by ourselves. Then Sam tells Joe he needs to fuck. Um, yes. 
I mean, basically. Because, like, Joe comes to Sam for advice because he's dated Quinn before, and he's like, so what should I do? And Sam's like, well, I fucked last year, so... Yeah, so he's basically like, what... I've had... I'm having these feelings I've never had before, like... Yeah. And and, and Sam's like, yeah, we... I gave that up, and, like, it's not realistic, and, you know, you have tattoos. The Bible says you shouldn't, so, like... It's, yeah, it's... like if you're gonna pick and choose, you might as well fuck. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like we can, you can still be a Christian and go by these ideals and fuck. Yeah, I was in my note is uh, they should have performed uh, the what's the love thy neighbor mm-hmm. from the prom, you wow. know, in which you know, then Blaine. That's when Blaine finds that. Oh, I have message. not a dramatic. Who's Chandler? Because that's what we yeah, get. Yeah, because because Kurt enters with like a tray of like food. And Blaine, it says, who's Chandler? Very dramatic. Very dramatic. Why are you going through my phone? I'm not going through your phone. It's just that it keeps buzzing because Chandler won't stop texting you. When we go to New York, let's go to the front of the plaza and reenact the end of the way we were. Give me that. Can you sing into my voicemail? I want to make your voice my ringtone. Give me my phone. There are literally dozens of texts between the two of you. Do you know how many times you've texted me in the past two days? Four. And three of them were about finding peach-colored shoe polish. Why are you getting so upset? This, this is this is all innocent. This is cheating, Kurt. This is texting. He is just a guy that I met at the music store. Nothing happened. You used to text Sebastian all the time. You would call him but I even. didn't like him, and all of those texts were family-friendly. <laughs> you like this guy. I like the way he makes me feel. I mean, when was the last time that you complimented me or told me how special I was? I transferred schools to be with you. I I changed my whole life. That doesn't make you feel loved? You don't know what it's like being your boyfriend, okay? You are the alpha gay. Even Rachel wanted to make out with you. I used to get solos every week. And do you know how many times I, I've had to sit on a stool and, and watch you perform? Then talk to me. Tell me that you're unhappy, but don't cheat on me. I feel like I have taken crazy pills. I didn't cheat on you. I, I'm really sorry if, if, if this made you upset, but it's, it's, it's okay. It's not right, but it's okay. I mean, I overall think Blaine is in the right. Ooh, um, my next note is Blaine is pathetic. Um, <laughs> I think it's because of Blaine's reaction I mean, I to think, it. I think Blaine is being very petty for his reaction. Yeah, but I think his reaction is. I think he's right in that, like, it's wrong of Kurt to flirt with another person given mm-hmm. the current rules and circumstance yeah. of their relationship. I mean, I, I think. However, it all, it all... he is very knowingly. Not fully participating in said yeah, relationship. Yeah, no, I, I was gonna say I think the it all boils down to like not that I'm not justifying like no, no, no. I think it all boils down to like miscommunication between them, mm-hmm. like which Blaine is very actively, admittedly not participating. No, and in. he admits it later on. Like he's like I like Blaine is not talking, and then Kurt is seeking attention elsewhere. Yes, uh, I think there. Also, I, I part of. Uh, I think part of why... Hmm. Also, whether, there, whether or not it's morally okay, I think it's important for kids that are high school sweethearts to experience stuff outside of 
oh, no. that relationship. Uh, no, I was gonna say, and so like, I think that's part of why I think it's a net positive. No, totally, because, like, totally. I think. Yeah, I mean, overall, we, we, we they need more it. than each other. Um, we discuss it. I think that in the end, this is they're not good together for each other. Yeah, no. So I think that it it just shows that, and they maybe should have you know continued in this lead. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that you know the specifics of this circumstance. I'm tending to lean on Blaine's side. No, Kurt is Kurt is in a, the wrong morally. Yeah, but like I said, just but like, it, but I think overall, like one, yeah, like. Yeah, they're 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 in high school, like you know. Yeah, I that's think. the thing, and I would also just rather. And also, their reactions I would also are rather, very like. I would also like, rather Kurt like further this relationship with Chandler as like a friend. Like, I think he needs a queer friend, and I think like what was going on if he eventually like put a full stop on like I have a boyfriend. Da 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 da. But. I think there could have been an interesting mm-hmm. totally. friendship for him yeah, to have. Yeah, yeah. But what does what does uh Blaine do? Blaine uh well because basically like Blaine says it, it's it's not right what you did to me and and Kurt says I wasn't actually cheating though. It's okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So of course it's not right. We get Darren Chris performing. It's not right. Yeah, the third. Um, but it's okay. The third lip drag race lip sync number that we got. Um, wow! Wow! Episode. Wow! Um, this was a trip, y'all. This I <laughs> this fully sent, melted, decapitated. I my brain. Uh, I went through a whole journey during this uh, number. I really can't explain it. I disassociated. I reassociated. Yeah, it's, I it's also, I it also has a music coma. video I came back to life. It was a lot. Yeah, there should have been a warning on this. I don't know how. I don't know why it was too much for me. But well, because it, it's a combination of like him facing Kurt in the glee mm-hmm. room, which is like chaotic on its own. But it's also like this music video recreation. Which doesn't make sense, because I don't know what it's accomplishing. And it also has the rest of the Glee Club Uh in it. But, like, not dressed as a music video, like, as themselves. It's very weird. Basically, do not watch this performance after two glasses of mezcal and a bowl. um, Is all I have to say, because it, it, it... Took me farther than I wanted yeah, to actually go. I don't do a lot of things after you've done those two things. <laughs> um, but um, yeah, it was weird. It was a memorable performance. I'll give him that. Uh, I sure. I also wrote what a petty bitch because he's like been, he's been he very was like because he really he he said at the beginning he said this is to anyone who's been cheated on. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, and no. Will just sits and lets all this messiness happen in his choir room. Yeah, oh no, he's enabling it. Like, uh, then we get this little, this lovely moment between Rachel and Santana, um, where she, Rachel says, like, we wasted all this time, we were great together, uh, and we never got to sing together, we basically, like, spend all this time fighting each other when... And, and Santana iconically says, oh, we hated each other, well, I I hated hated you. you. Yeah, Uh uh-huh. It was very, it's very, uh, whatever happened to Baby Chain, like, like... We could have been friends after all this. Hi. Hi. 
You know, you can learn a lot about a person by looking into their locker. Are you, like, stalking me? You know we blew it, right? We wasted three years going at each other's throats. We could have been seen together, killing it in Glee Club. Well, we hated each other. Actually, I hated you. Sorry. Yes, our duet in Glee was a whole truckload of awesome. And who cares that it took three years? I mean, we still have plenty of time to do it again. Uh, we have 42 days left until graduation. I mean, half of that's going to be prepping for nationals. I mean, that was it. No oh, crap. I think I just realized I'm going to miss you. Hmm. Oh, God. Say something irritating so I can get the taste of this out of my head, please. It's okay. I, look, you went out of your way to make my life a living hell for three years. But at the end of the day, I know that you respect my talent and my ambition. I like it when you sing, and hey, you're the only other person at this school besides me who's willing to kill their best friend to get to the top. Yeah. Will you do me a favor? Will you put this up in your locker? You want me to put a picture of you in my locker? Okay, well, we may not be able to sing together, but we have 42 days left to at least be friends. I'm going to give you a hug. It'll be quick. <laughs> I'll see you in Glee Club. Then Bert doesn't want Kurt to go because there's Starsky and Gay Hutch. Mm -hmm. I think it's a nice scene between them. Um, no, and this is when I tied, like, clearly what's going on with Bert is what's going on with Blaine here. And it's like, um, Bert is... Because Bert was like, we haven't done family dinner in three weeks. And Kurt's like, okay, like, you could have done something about that. And Bert's like, yeah. Um basically just being like the kind of that kind of feeling of like we're going to be distant so i'm going to put the distance but, yeah. now mm -hmm. to prepare myself to prepare me, yeah um and i mean also i'm probably like maybe you're getting a little ahead of yourself like Kurt hasn't even gotten into New York. Like, he's already, like, Well, I, I read it as him having positive faith in his son. I know, but, like... And not, being, like, your dreams are taking you away from me. Yeah, but it's... It, my thing is not with Bert. It's more with the Kurt putting post-its on his stuff of what to keep and what That's to... That's a mess. Like, and no. him being, like, oh, this will be memorabilia yeah, later. Exactly. <laughs> it's, like, just once... Take it one step at a time. Also, I, I'm also one, someone that, like... Doesn't count my eggs until they've all hatched. So, like, mm -hmm. you know. Um, then, uh, who sings I Have Nothing? Kurt sings I that Have Nothing. That leads into Kurt's I Have Nothing mm -hmm. because it's his response to Blaine. Yeah. yeah. I have nothing if I don't have you. Um, I think this was rude to Chris. You saw my face throughout. Yeah, you were, you were not. <laughs> and it's not that notes are missed. It's just that notes aren't reached a no it's that notes aren't able to be given the power that they have because they're so high in chris's register and they didn't even like they didn't even even attempt to change it for him right? yeah and it's it's him doing it in falsetto and not being able to give the gravity behind the notes because mm -hmm. she's saying i have nothing like and and Chris, God bless him. I I love his voice. Actually, like hitting those high notes, he he has to work for him. And the whole, it, girl, they changed the key. I said, don't go higher. <laughs> I said, don't do that to Chris. Um, but uh, I really struggled with it because it, I also think like it's stupid to have anybody besides Amber and Leah seeing a Whitney Houston episode. And, and, and I would say Naya. 
Yeah. Certain, certain yeah. songs. Certain they songs. picked a great song for yeah, Naya. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it has to be catered to Nia. But, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I I just think, I, I literally at the beginning of this episode thought, like, are they going to give every number to Amber? Because they should. <laughs> they probably should. And, um, like, Leah can only pull it off because, like, she's Leah. She can't yeah. even really pull it oh, off. Yeah, no, no, no. And they don't really give her... Do they, does she have a solo, even? Rachel? I don't in think this, so. This... God bless. I don't think she does. Um, Which was probably a smart thing but to do. But she does one of the parts for one of the numbers. Oh, yeah, yeah, no. She's, like, very present, but, like, they don't give her, like, a solo for Thank it. Thank God. Um... Then Puck gives some of the guys some memorabilia because he's going to miss them. I don't need to spend any because time Because of with Bromans. Bromans, Jorge. Jesus they had their Bromans. Uh, then he gives them all shot glasses with different things written on them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That he stole then from the Then we get couples business. counseling, right? Couples counseling. Uh, oh, which Blaine is like, Emma, are you qualified to do this? And she's, she's like, like, no. No, not at all. Uh, but she's like, she's like, uh, she's like, you know, I did this for... Uh, Sam and Mercedes and Blaine is like I'm pretty sure they, they broke they up, broke up. <laughs> yeah and she says another fallacy that brutal honesty is a cornerstone of our relationship uh-huh that is not true um uh, honesty and- is but not brutal and no. not all the time uh, and then Kurt butts in with I I tried to like I sang you a song like as a full apology and, and she scoots a pamphlet that says like say, say sorry. sorry with a song under her computer. I love that probably. My that was iconic. That was like the shot of the two episodes. Um, and basically they come to the conclusion that kind of what we had been anticipating that Blaine is very hurt that all Kurt seems to talk about is. How he, how much he wants to leave, but I'm also like, of course, of course, Kurt is focused on Niata right now. Yeah, like, yeah. wouldn't you be? Yeah, um, no, totally. The other gag is they let Blaine list off just like a variety of complaints about <laughs> Kurt, which I will say the biggest deal breaker is Kurt apparently snaps at wait staff. Yeah, no, that's that's, that's a not deal cute. breaker that's for me. Not cute. Like, you do not snap at mm-hmm. at wait staff when you're. She, I've been he away. also puts bronzer on uh, in his moisturizer, to which he's like, "I only put that on my hands, <laughs> and my hands just can't look bronze." Yeah. Which shout out to Real Housewife of Salt Lake City, Lisa Barlow, because. She just had bronzer all over her hands in the most recent reunion. Great. Um, <laughs> uh, so yeah, so so the, it, he basically vocalizes what we've been talking about. How he uh, he's and, feeling left behind. And then Kurt is trying to like reassure him and being being like, you know, this is my dream and our whatever, and you're gonna visit me every weekend. Yep. Again, from Ohio to, to, New York? to New York. Yep, not not very budget friendly. Which, that's just not realistic. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, uh, then we get another vocalization of issues we've been talking about with the character. Um, Mr. Shu has ha- uh, decided to, they're going to have their wedding at a campground. Yes, because it's the only place can, that yeah, can get their can May get, date. Yeah, with a with a place to accommodate the stage. And uh, yes. we do have, I mean, this JMMA's line reading. Of iconic! Like, okay, iconic. I think you have the same yeah. line I do. Is it like, the one that's like, I have OCD, I throw away a broom after I've used it once. Like, exactly. you think I'm, exactly. you think I'm gonna get married at a campground, like. I found the perfect wedding location. You did? The KOA Campground by Route 9. I 
campground. Think about it. They've got, they've got plenty of space for a stage. The electrical hookups they use for the RVs have plenty of juice for all the amps and the instruments, and they're leaving the restrooms open for us so everyone doesn't have to walk around with quarters. It uh, sounds a bit rustic. Oh, married under the stars. It's, babe, it's romantic. I have OCD. I throw away a broom after I've used it once, and you think I want to get married at a campground? I, I know it's not ideal, but it was the only place that was available. Unless we move the wedding to November. I won't do that. Well, the Glee kids will come back for the wedding if it's in November. What if they don't? I just don't want them to leave. You know, that's the wonderful thing about being a teacher. Every year you get a new group of kids to inspire you. Yeah, but these kids changed my life. Three years ago, I was just a Spanish teacher, sitting here <laughs> with Terry telling me to go be an accountant. But now I'm going to nationals for the second time, and, and I'm marrying you. It'll never be like this again. You know, you, you and the kids gave each other a gift. But the love that you have for each other, you keep it with you. That never goes away. I'm just going to miss them so much. They know. Which, get adult friends. Yes. Yes. Get adult friends. Uh, look, look, Please, at we're this, begging you. At this point, I'll take the Acafellas. Yes! Like, bring back the Acafellas. If that means... Will has adult this friends. This not creepy codependency with your students. Um... Then, then Joe has a boner. Oh yeah, Joe is hard. That's my uh, my <laughs> note. Uh, Joe is hard. God bless us. He is uh, helping again. He's helping Quinn with her physical therapy. I am unsure if Joe is a qualified physical therapist. To yeah, be helping he did Quinn. comment on how like he's the one who keeps stretching her out, and it's like, shouldn't she have like a physical a professional? Therapist? Maybe that's why she's not. Getting... But at, at a certain point, she's like, "Is that your?" Yeah, and he's like, "Oh, I'm sorry." So he had. You know, an erection. He's very confused because he doesn't want to give up his faith. She doesn't want him to give up his faith because that's the one yeah. thing that like he can keep. And you know, the thing is, like, it's not an issue. Like, just date. Like, it's weird that like <laughs> the way like the conversation is like we have to have sex, and it's like yeah. no, you no, don't. No, you don't. Like, you can just date, and yeah, um, yeah. you could also just make out. Like, making oh, out totally, is yeah. okay. And then go like jerk off or something. You know. Um, and then it all ends with a performance of My Love is Your Love uh, at the sure. auditorium with all of them. Joining in a way that seems like they haven't seen each other for months. Because they all slowly join one by one. Yeah, you and, were like, thrown off by hug that. each other. And, like... Also, wait. During the Quinn and Joe scene, they talk about how it's, like, the start of something new. Which we were, like... High School Musical go off. Mm -hmm. But then also, like, they said something about they've got to go their own way. Yeah, later on. Uh-huh. So, wow. Where the was entire the, the High, High School, School Musical, Musical trilogy mm -hmm. in mm -hmm. one scene. <laughs> uh, yeah, and the, and the episode ends there with all of them performing My Love Is Your Love. Yes, which is a weird... It was a weird rendition of the number to go out. It was just... Yeah. Again, like, okay. it, it ended in a very weird note. It's a... Like, it's a weird Whitney number to go out on. Like That's what I felt. Like, I Want to Dance with Somebody would have been so much better as a group number. There are a couple things they could have done you know. that I'm just kind of um, like, okay, this was a choice for the last one, because I really felt unaffected by yeah, the yeah. last one. Um, I still don't hate this episode. 
I actually think it tied thematically better the artist with the storylines better than Saturday Night Cleaver did. Um, I don't think... I think the numbers are much more uneven than Saturday Night Cleaver. Um, I think the, there are some, like, really good ones here and some really, like, duds mm-hmm. um, that, that kind of fell short. I I think I'm doing what you did and, and holding my slushy close to my chest and not throwing it, but, like, thinking about it. I'm thinking about throwing it, but I'm not... <sighs> I don't care. I'm giving this a cold star. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not even gonna yeah. give it a reasoning. It no, just, we, it just is. We, I think we gotta treasure the episodes that don't make us mad at this point. Uh-huh. Uh, okay, numbers. All of them by Whitney. How Will I Know? Performed by Mercedes Santana Curtin Rachel. How will I know if he really loves me? I say a prayer with every heartbeat. I fall in love whenever we meet. I'm asking you, cause you know about these things. How will I know if he's thinking of me? I try to phone, but I'm too shy. Can't speak. Falling in love is all bittersweet. This love is strong. Why do I feel weak? I Wanna Dance With Somebody by Brittany and Santana. Saving All My Love For You by Joe and Quinn. But each time I try, I just break down and cry. Cause I'd rather be home feeling blue. So I'm saving all my love for you. So Emotional by Santana and Rachel. Right, but it's okay. By Blaine with the new directions. It's not right, but it's okay. I'm gonna make it anyway. Pack your bags up and leave. Don't you dare come running back to me. It's not right, but it's okay. I'm gonna make it anyway. Close the door behind you, leave your key. I Have Nothing by Kurt.
Love is Your Love by The New Directions. My bottom is I have nothing, because I'm sorry for Miss Chris, but mm-hmm. he he can't live up to the no to the to what that song needs him to. Uh, then I have my love is your love, just a very weird note to end on. Uh, I don't think it's like the best Whitney or the most intuitive Whitney song to like make it a group number and 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 go out on. Then I have I want to dance with somebody because. That mostly because it was a disappointment, like just because yeah, of the potential that, that the song, song had, yeah, but like the way it was handled, like that's it was it was a, a big letdown. Then I have it's not right, but it's okay. Uh, truly a, a, a whirlwind of a number, and I appreciated its ambition. Um, yeah, but it, it's like straight middle. Then I have saving all my love for you. I actually thought it was quite lovely. I really liked how Joe and Quinn vibe together and it was like a more a slower kind of like ballady number uh then i have so emotional a great santana rachel duet that we don't get a lot great arrangement good energy got it uh pretty pretty uh, splendid and how will i know it's the first is the number one uh mm-hmm. great arrangement great acapella they all sound great uh good job to like throw us into this world um yep I really like yeah. that one. Um, I have the same top two in order, so I'll start there. Mm-hmm. Um, but we also have the same bottom three in different order. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I have How Will I Know, number one. Interesting arrangement. Um, great way to start off the episode. Um, I felt it. Um, and, yeah, um... Number two, so emotional. Again, just an interesting take on it um, that I thought was really effective. Um, number three, I actually have It's Not Right, but it's I'm, okay. I'm surprised. Only because it <laughs> had such an effect on me and broke really my did. brain in such a specific way that I have to give it a top result because it stuck with me. Um... Then, number four, I have Saving All My Love For You, because as you stated, it's just a good, like, duet. I think it's well done. Um, after that, I have I Have Nothing, because I still love the song. Kurt, Chris, flops it, but it's not necessarily his fault. Um, um, second to last, I have My Love Is Your Love. It just felt very ineffective as a finale number. Uh, and then absolute last, I have I Want to Dance with Somebody because I really just don't understand putting Brittany, uh, Heather, as the lead vocalist there. Uh, I fully support her dancing there, um, but it just feels rude uh, yeah. to not put a good vocal on oh, totally. such a Whitney Bob when she could just dance. And wow, yeah, that's it. Wow. That's, that's it. it. That's that's the episode. Um, what did we say we had for? And that's what you missed. Not on Glee. Now that they're all caught up on Glee. 
uh, a couple things. We mentioned, well, so the Golden Globes happened. No Ryan Murphy properties were uh, awarded. No. Um, uh, but we did get like a six second teaser for American Horror Stories. Mm-hmm. Um, which I guess it, I think it's actually just a compilation of like clips from American Horror Story. That sounds um, about right. But yeah, so that's coming probably sometime this year. Mm-hmm. Um, we got two Murphyverse news. Uh, Post is unfortunately cancelled. Uh, the, the third season. Uh, doing a final truncated season, as Post John Landgraf would po- want you Post to put is, it. Post is ending its run with the third and final season. <laughs> yes. Sorry. John Landgraf uh, would want which you to say. premieres in mid-April, something around oh, them, and okay. it'll make its run. And, and we didn't discuss this, um, but we have a new addition to American Crime Story Impeachment. Um... <laughs> We have our Hillary Clinton. Ah! <laughs> oh, the way I freaked out about this news. You freaked out. Um, who who who's it gonna who's gonna be playing Hillary? Edie Falco. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Edie, Edie Emmy Falco. Award winner, multiple Emmy Award winner Edie mm-hmm, Falco. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's. I'd make you play Sopranos clips if you knew them. Yeah, it's uh. It's it's a pretty brilliant piece. I fucking love it. I'm fucking obsessed <laughs> with yeah. it. So we just need that to come out. Like I I I told you when you texted me, like that's just that show in the supporting actress because mm-hmm. you know it's Sarah, it's uh, now Edie, it's uh, I don't know how big Betty Gilpin as Anne Curry is gonna be. Probably not um, much. Annalie Ashford. Yes. That, you know. With that fake baby. <laughs> the stroller and the baby. Um, yeah, so we are all for it. Uh, and then you had some Ali Stroker updates? Yes. Um, Ali Stroker um, performed in a Rent 25th anniversary uh, concert. I mean, Zoom concert. You know what I mean? Um, she did Take Me or Leave Me with Tracy Toms. Yeah. Um, which was pretty iconic, if you ask me. Um, she obviously did the... Uh, Edina. Maureen part. Because I, I said jokingly to you that, like, oh, she should have duetted with Lindsay Pierce. Like, they should have done. But now, I don't know if we've mentioned this before, I need Wicked with Ali Stroker as Glinda. And <gasps> That's Lindsay, iconic. And Lindsay Pierce. That's actually as, iconic. As, That's actually um, high-key iconic. Because, you know, I've shown you, like, the, the the last song Ali Stroker does in Glee Project, like, the one they get to pick, is popular. Like, yeah. she... Wow. Uh, wow, 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 So wow. now that would be a kind of iconic. Like, floating down that bubble mm-hmm, in her chair. Mm-hmm, wow. Mm-hmm. Anyway, Broadway, make it happen. Um, um And then, speaking of concerts and such uh do to do clubhouse the clubhouse app which has recently been uh growing uh did a series of dream girls concerts um and one of the nights well first of all uh, let me read the quote from theatermania.com. Among artistic advisors are composer Henry Krager, Tony nominated Tony nominated original star Cheryl Lee Ralph, also a RuPaul's Drag Race guest judge, and Olivier winning West End cast member Amber, Amber Riley. Riley. And then on Sunday, February 28th, 7 p.m. Eastern Time, in the role of 
Effie was none other than Miss Alex Newell. Um, yep. So we're going to have to stand that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, as we'll later see, she performs I Am Changing on Glee. Oh, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So I think that is that pretty much the, our... Yeah, that's... That's, That's all our what have. you missed not on Glee. So I think it's time for us to uh, just do our 60 Glees. That is our signature game in which we each try to connect a member of the Glee cast with uh, another celebrity in two minutes or less. We cannot use the Murphyverse. Mm-hmm. And uh, the first minute we do it by ourselves, the second minute we can help each other. Uh, do you have someone? I have someone for you. I do not. So okay. you should go first. Okay. So, um... The second episode we did, it was, of course, Whitney Houston. All along. All along. Um, So, Whitney Houston, uh, 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 we mentioned briefly that, you know, the bodyguard. And and she has a a quite small, but, you know, influential filmography, I would say. You know, the preacher's wife. The the Cinderella, Mm -hmm. preacher's wife. But I'm actually going to pick the classic Waiting to Exhale. Wow. So I'm going to make you connect, you know, with the one we, I think, agree is the only person who can do Whitney Houston uh, justice, Miss Amber Riley, to one of the co-stars of Whitney Houston and Waiting to Exhale, Miss Angela Bassett. Okay. Um, Amber Riley, I'm going to go with The Wiz Live, probably... Uzo Ajuba, that should be easy. That gives me orange. Um, orange to Angela Bassett without using fucking Ryan Murphy. Um, Uzo Lorraine Toussaint. Um, Fuck, Angela. Um, I'm stalling for 10 seconds until you can help me. Yeah. Um, are you much help? I, I, if, if, if one condition that I have okay. is allowed, are we allowing same roles? Like, yeah, we've done that. Okay. So I have, uh, Amber Riley. Uzo Waduba. Uzo Waduba, Orange is the New Black with, uh, Orange is the New Black. Uh, Lorraine Toussaint in Orange is the New Black with Uzo Waduba. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lorraine Toussaint was in, um, the glorious ass, uh, um, oh, sh- uh, uh, the, the, the woman that, um, Wait, sorry. I think I'm going in Shirley circles. Shirley Chisholm? No, no, no. As the one that Nisi Nash played. But uh, I think I'm going in circles So you're now. just... Yeah, you're just going back to I'm just going back to... So we flopped Yeah, this. so we flopped this. Because my... I mean, I just wanted to get somehow to Aziz Ansari for Angela Bassett on Master of None. Mm. Um, I think we flopped this. We flopped it. So, if anyone has... An Amber Riley Angela Bassett connection, please let us know. Mm-hmm. Uh, because we could not do that. Well, it's been a while since we couldn't. I was gonna say it's back to back to me flopping at least. Can I give you something while ruling out something I know they've both been a part of? Um, 
That's another layer we've never done, but sure. Because I want to give you Amber Riley as Mercedes said she didn't just want to end up in a Broadway revival of Sister mm-hmm. Act. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw Raven Simone in a production of Sister Act. Mm-hmm. They were both at some point drag race judges. Oh, okay, yeah. So I'm fine. just asking you yeah, not yeah. to do mm-hmm, that. Mm-hmm. Can you take me from Amber Riley to Raven Simone? Raven Simone. Sure. Um, Amber Riley. What else has Raven Simone did? I mean, she's done Raven okay, and whatever. Wow. No, I know, but like that can get me places. Cheetah uh, Girls, Cheetah Sisters. Oh, the Cheetah Girls could work. Um, she was also weirdly in the bold type. Uh, Raven. Yeah. Iconic. Uh, so maybe I'll do that that route. Um, Amber Riley, uh, The Wiz Live, uh, Queen Latifah, uh, Queen Latifah. Uh, fuck. What is Queen Latifah? I'm trying to get to the Office. Um, the Office for Melora Hardin. Uh, <laughs> oh, the bold uh, type. Uh, Steve Corral, uh, Mindy Kaling, uh, John Krasinski. Okay, there's something. Uh, okay. How are you getting Raven to John Krasinski? No, John Krasinski, the office, is Melora Hardin, full type. Um, so... I can help okay. you now, but the way okay. you've gone, I don't know how I can help okay. you. Okay, okay. Nathan uh, also, my roommate Nathan, mouthed to me the Bill Cosby show. Yeah, but I don't, I, I, I don't know that helps me at all. Um, okay, uh, I'm just like going in so many circles right now. Uh, fuck. Um... I don't know if I'm gonna get this shit. We both uh, we, were we weren't flop. able to help each other either. Um, Amber Riley. Yeah. No, uh, I feel like starting now over again. It's just like uh, it's uh, there. You have three yeah, seconds yeah, left. No, it's it's got to be there somewhere. It's it's probably there. It's just the way we feel. The way we feel. We've also been recording today. for like over two hours. So it's, uh, <laughs> um. Yeah, we couldn't do it. <clears throat> wow. Wow. Flops. An off week for us. So yeah, if you have connections to both, to Amber Riley, into both Raven Simone or Angela Bassett, please, wow. We flopped with the black women. <laughs> That's what I said. The way we failed black actresses. Oh, God. Anyway, guys. Uh, thank you once again for listening. Wow. Um, next week, we will again be tackling oh, two episodes. Uh, two, at least one of them is pretty demented. Uh, although both look pretty demented. Um, season 3, episode 18, Choke. And uh, season 3, episode 19, Promisaurus. Good God. Um, so yeah, we. I think I think this will be interesting, fun. I don't know. In the meantime, please uh, keep uh, listening. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, mm-hmm. and Stitcher. Follow us on Glee Wine Pod. Follow me uh, personally at Color Me Jorge. Follow me at as underscore seen on TV. Um, thanks forever and for always to Aaron Rodriguez for our pod art. He can be found on Instagram at Tall Pale Aaron. What does uh, that leave us to, Jorge? Our outro.
Wow, who gets to decide that? Uh, I think that's you, right? Okay, so the gag is... <laughs> I really, while watching the first episode, was super hype to do either, like, a Kylie Minogue disco mm-hmm. or a Jessie Ware moment. Um, but once we got to Whitney, mm-hmm. I kind of realized it had to be Whitney. Mm-hmm. And what I thought about was one of the titles and properties that we were robbed of. Um, I think Mercedes and the God Squad okay. could have pulled out a fierce ass uh, when you believe from, <gasps> wow, wow, from the, the Prince, Prince of, of Egypt. Egypt. <laughs> <laughs> Iconic. I uh, thought you were going to go, because I, I did say, like, I, we're not getting an impossible. Oh, um, no, when, actually, partially it was when you s- mentioned the Rodgers and Hammerstein Cinderella that it made me think of the Prince of Egypt. Yeah, so yeah. you are partially responsible. No, that's, that's iconic. Responsible. We, we will go out on the Oscar-winning Stephen Schwartz. Duetted with Mariah Carey. Mm-hmm. Song. When You Believe. When You Believe. From the Prince of Egypt, Prince which of Egypt. is lit. Mm-hmm. Uh, so thank you guys. Thank you for, uh, keeping on this journey with us and we'll see you next week. Bye. There can be-